what you're getting is the the pretzel like you would traditionally get at the pizzeria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a classic. Like uh, it's a classic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, a pretzelli. Pretzelli. It's a pretzel. Just like uh, what your dog gets when he eats pepperoni. Interesting. It's this um, same uh, same food item, I think. Interesting. Do. Does anyone else have a problem where they try to do an Italian accent and they end up sounding like Dracula? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't I know why that. that is. It's just like you start on one and you're all of a sudden you're like, I want what? <laughs> what? What? How did that? Dracula? How did that happen? Yeah, you gotta. The key to mm. keep the Dracula out is you sort of like fling, <laughs> you fling your fingers like up in the air uh, right okay. by your face. Because I thought it was and always that. Uh, the garlic and also garlic garlic and also dracula uh he has to ask to come into your place i thought yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. but sometimes um in order That's- to trick his way in he'll like he'll like adopt the guise of like a nice like pizza man a you pizza? know like hey <laughs> it's a me i deliver pizza i want to deliver yeah. your pizza <laughs> Yeah, and then he yeah. And sometimes he like takes the he takes the form of mm-hmm. uh, of pizza scent, sort of wafting out into the street from, yes. the, from the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. He takes the in form. a combo's oh, bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. Mm-hmm. Combo dust. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Is it cool if I have a few, though? No. Get your own. Oh, shut down. Cold. Combos. Cold. Get your own. <laughs> this has been our first of our product placement. That would That's be really pretty cool. rad if Combo sponsored the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, It would yeah. kind of make thematic sense for our, like, we're, we're sort of talking about, like, the, the junk food of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? that's true. Mm, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say like combos are sort of like a cross section of like a, a human penis in a way. Well, look, these ads, the ads on this website are unbearable. They have this one ad that's like literal penis, like chopped, like a cross section of it, like a combo, mm. combo shape, uh, like a right. cylinder. So you can see, uh-huh. so you can see like the vast deference and shit in, in there. Just like okay. a combo, you can see the goo. Um, in stop there. because and I'm getting hungry the, again. The, Please stop. <laughs> yeah, can we? That's a good point. Okay. Can yeah. we stop that talking about cylindrical things? Mm. Yeah, with the yeah, vast deference. Can. Tasty pizzeria centers. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Do you think combos would uh, survive the a nuclear holocaust? Definitely. You know, that's actually why I started eating them. Are you in a bunker right now? Of sorts. Mm. We want combos. Cheese, milk, combos. Combos, really cheese. Is your hunger away? Delicious.
delicious cheese-flavored combos. A crispy nugget outside. Inside, a creamy, rich, melt-in-your-mouth filling made with real cheese. So inside you, it's real good food. Well, good evening, mutants and mutettes. <laughs> Welcome to this, another episode of Beyond the Beaded Curtain. You stole the line, the nice. opening line of my synopsis. Oh, well, it was also the opening line of the film, so, and it's it's the opening line that I'm going to use uh, for basically the whole rest of my life. And when I go to a party, I'm going to say, good evening, mutants and mutettes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty progressive, considering mm-hmm. this movie is like 30 years old. Yes. Like how they're inclusive they were. Yeah. Well, they, they were to, to an extent, to an extent. Uh, yeah, but yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, now that, now that, that, that the mutettes and mutants have all been welcomed to our show, let's talk a little bit about our show. Uh, this is Beyond the Beaded Curtain, and each, uh, each episode we step into our sort of um, post-apocalyptic video bunker with the giant metal door and select a crazy movie to watch and talk about it. This week we're talking about a movie called Cafe Flesh. Of course, I am one of your hosts. I'm Randy Chardonnay. And I am Monday Blue. And I'm Dr. Randolph Randy Sounder. Hello. I wasn't sure if you're going to do like a whole whole thing after that or just say your name. So, so you're Randy now? Wait, did I... Oh fuck! Did I fuck it up? Nah, well, it's fine. I mean, it's. I know this is going to be a little bit confusing for people because um, Doc and I, uh, off mic, we 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 both are known in our regular lives as Randy, but we kind of yeah. yeah, we kind of mix it up just to be less confusing here. It's kind of like how, oh, um, uh, Squar Brothers maybe operate a little bit. Ex- yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, they c- both call each other Squar Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I think they're both. Randy has glasses, and I don't. But yeah, and aren't the what are the Sklar brothers' names? I think one's Randy. I think one is Randy. Are they both Randy like us? I think they're both Randy. That's like us. really confusing. Can I <laughs> yeah. eat another combos while you talk this out? Yeah, please. This yeah. episode yeah, is yeah, sponsored yeah. by Combos. <laughs> we're um we're trying out a new thing where we're just going to be um. Well, we're not being paid for any of these sponsorships. It's sort of like... Not yet. No, I'm not yet. I'm going to try it's, and melt it in my mouth so that it... Hey, why don't... Uh, good idea. I was going to you know, give, give it a good crunch. Let's get that yeah. on, Mike. That was Combos. Good. Food. Fit for your dog. <laughs> it's kind of like um, getting an internship, you know? That's unpaid right. work where you just kind of think about a job you want and you go to the place and you're like, hey, why don't I just like bring everybody coffee and, you know, <laughs> yeah. eventually maybe, you know, I'll, you'll buy me a coffee or something. And they're like, oh, sure, you can buy us coffee. Um, we're kind of doing that, but with some of our advertisements here, trying to just, uh, <laughs> just uh, being proactive. And, yeah. Yeah. It's like a, sh- a shitty version, a shittier version uh, than The Secret. You just got to sort of visualize it, you know? Yes. Visualize yeah. it, or in our case, hear it. The sound of mm-hmm. combos being crunched. That's true. Uh, Monday, when you're uh, done with that uh, combo or bows, I'm done already. Nice. Uh, did you want to kind of kick us off a little bit of a one of your synopsis? What, what's the plural of synopsis? Synopsis. Synopsis. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Did you want to do one of those this week? I mean, okay, but you nice. stole my thunder again. Last time you <laughs> so you spoiled the beginning of the movie. I spoiled the beginning of the movie. Her name was Lisa. Mm-hmm. And now you spoiled the beginning of my synopsis. So, well, um, most people fast forward to the synopsis anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good evening, mutants and mutettes, and welcome to Cafe Flesh. World War Three has decimated life as we know it. No more water, no more chittering birds. Nature, art, beauty have all become distant memories. Yet the apocalypse. Wait, well, wait, hold on, wait a second. You're talking about spoilers? Isn't that like the biggest spoiler of the <laughs> of the movie? No. Which part? Well, not the biggest, but it's World War Three. We don't learn that till like later. It's implied. Well, now you know how I felt when you spoiled <laughs> okay. it for me. Okay. Fair enough. Yet the apocalypse is not just out there, but also in here, within our own bodies, transforming humankind from the inside out. 99% of the surviving population have become negatives, or neggies, who can no longer fuck because (laughs) the very feeling of lust makes them violently ill. They can only enjoy fucking as spectators in an exclusive underground club known as Café Flesh, where sexually intact members of the 1%, the positives or posies, are forced to perform for their starved audience. You can't fuck anymore, but you can watch it, and the more you watch it, the more you want it, pressing your face to the glass in a cycle of never-ending sex and never-ending torture. In this twisted world of posies and neggies, we find our protagonist, Nick. Nick and his partner, Lana, are fiercely devoted despite their inability to consummate their desires. But can can their bond survive the greatest upheaval to civilization? Can they weather the torment of new, fresh, supple flesh? And can Lana's deep, dark secret stay hidden forever? Oh, yeah. Mm. This is like, like better Mad Max or something. Hmm. Mad Max is pretty good. Did you see? Yeah. Very yeah. Good. Um, <laughs> that's interesting. So you you would consider Nick the protagonist of this? Interesting. Um, yes, I I thought a lot about this, mm. and I finally settled on Nick. Okay. Who? Yeah. There were lots of characters that. Uh, that I really wanted to, um, I mean, it, I'll just say it was very difficult mm-hmm. to eliminate cer- certain names for the sake of like a concise uh, synopsis. Right. But Johnny yeah. Rico, namely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I would. What, uh, what's the MC's name? Max. Mm-hmm. Max. Max Malodramatic. Mm-hmm. Right. Who That's right. is. Lovely, like mm-hmm. first yeah. person He's in great. porn that I would consider uh, sharing a combos with. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. I am in, was intrigued to look him up on IMDb and see that um, all of his he only has a handful of credits and they all look like porn credits. Even though mm-hmm. um, you know he's he performs completely clothed in a variety yeah. of um, 
of cool disguises and guises. Um, Wasn't he great? He was pretty great. He yeah. was, Do you mean like in general in his other films he performs with only in clothes? Oh, no, I don't know. I, I haven't seen his other oh, films. just in the film. I just thought okay. it was interesting right. that someone who had such a kind of... Um, uh, uh, he, he's playing a part that requires some real performance chops. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. it was just... I, I figured maybe he was more of a just a kind of conventional theater actor. Uh, who got pulled into into this movie? Not um, necessarily a porn star, but all those other all those other credits seem to be porn credits. So, hmm. before uh, or after this one? Oh, I think a mix of both. Okay, um, but wow. this was I was in general. Um, this was a movie that was um, a little bit of like kind of not just outside of the mainstream in the way that like all porn movies are kind of outside of the, in the mainstream and the Hollywood system and whatever, but like a lot mm-hmm. of, uh, a lot of people who, um, didn't, uh, didn't go on to make tons of other movies. Um, although one pretty, pretty weird, um, um, cameo. Do we want to talk about that yet? The, mm, who? Uh, Belzer. What? Yeah, then we talk about this. Richard Belzer, his first. Role. Oh God! Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, for those of you listening, where at home, was he? he? Um, he he's he has a weird uh, monologue um, talking about Johnny Rico. Um, Johnny Rico <laughs> is this like so in this in this world of of um, um, sex positives and sex negatives, uh, the the sex positives are on a sort of like they're almost like um, sports stars. And so they, they talk about them like yeah. they're like fighters. Then like, oh, uh, like it's like, you know, like it's the same, it's the same kind of thing of where somebody is like talking about different football players, like comparing them from different eras and trying to think up like which one was better, even though like they were probably, maybe they were born like 20 years apart and never faced each other in an actual game or anything. Um, right. So, you know, the kind of like, the kind of hypothetical, like, you know, like Le- uh, LeBron versus Jordan or whatever, except for doing that kind of thing, but with like, uh, you know, on stage porn stars, basically. And, and uh, Richard, yeah, but they're also like hunted down um, yes. across the, the blasted wasteland. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're, they're very, uh, very valuable. So that's kind of, that's the weirdest thing about this movie to me is that, that kind of central conflict of like, okay, so we have all these people in this cafe. They all want to have sex, but they can't. They're also all on some on drugs, but that's only kind of alluded to a little bit. They don't go into, it's not explored very, very much. They all want to have sex. They can't. So they watch other people have sex. And you would Mm -hmm. think in this context, the people capable of having sex would be, that would, you know, that would, that's the dream. That would be the dream. Everyone's dream job. Right. But, Instead, um, when one of the um, one of the one of the kind of side plots is that this character Angel is um, uh, is she just came from um, Montana or somewhere and she's kind of she's like hunted down uh, Wyoming okay hunted down is like a secret um, secret sex positive who should be who who should be you know on stage not just watching and people are really upset. Uh, when she gets taken by the like sex police mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah sex police mm-hmm. yeah it's also you would think um given the, the post-apocalyptic landscape maybe there would be better uses for people who are capable of, of fucking um yes the 
perhaps I don't know propagating the the species, maybe trying to like return us to right some kind of normal population level. But, I uh, thought about that. I thought about that. But if the the kind of environments, like the closed environments where life can still survive, mm-hmm. if that's so limited, then you actually don't want too much. Um, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it, it was kind of ambiguous about like um, what the world is like because almost all the scenes are shot at the club at mm-hmm. Cafe Flesh. We do yeah. see a little bit of um, Nick and Lana, presumably like their apartment or whatever. And whenever anyone comes in from outside, it's like it's like the Arctic or something. There's like a giant metal door <laughs> that swings yeah, open. A, um, they're in a vault. Yeah, they're yeah. In, mm-hmm. they're basically in a sex vault. Yeah, and it seems like everyone's been traveling for like days to reach mm-hmm. yes. Cafe Flesh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I uh, loved it. When that guy yeah. brings in that bird. Yes. Oh, oh sure. That, oh my goodness, yeah. It was a, a poignant metaphor. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and everyone was like, oh well, my God, so this is this is a bird. This is what a bird is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We should, so... Let's let's get into these. Let, let's 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 get let's get right to the chase. Because here's what people here's what people tune into our show for: one, mm-hmm. crunching combos; two, uh, us talking about the crazy <laughs> sex scenes in these crazy sex movies. Yeah, and um, these ones were particularly Man. wild. Dude, not just the sex the sex scenes. Certainly, yes. Mm. But like mm. this whole movie, like despite like uh, your your. Very nice synopsis. I, this movie is like nearly indescribable. Like, I thought it was like words. Blade Runner meets Showgirls. Mm. Yeah, that's wow. good. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Man, I love that. Yeah. Because it's got a bit of that like Blade Runner aesthetic, especially mm-hmm. everyone's hair and makeup. And it's, the super sweet soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yes, soundtrack rules. And yep. then, but you also have this carnival esque, like, Vegas, uh, mm-hmm. like let's just do this to to like, the show must go on, you know, mm-hmm. kind like of. Moulin Rouge mm-hmm. type of yeah, Bacchanal type thing. Uh-huh. Well, it's uh-huh. it's extreme. It's I mean, it's extremely similar to the show Cabaret. Oh really? Yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah, like I'm like not. kind of it kind of borrows plot beats in confusing ways, and it's oh, it's, it's it's yeah, it's basically like the weird like. This the weird post-apocalyptic porn version of what, Cabaret. What year cool. did Cabaret come out? Oh, I don't know, but I mean, it's set in you know, it's set at the um, just before uh, World War Two, of course. Mm-hmm. And I see. What year okay. did this movie come out? Because I've seen conflicting dates. Like eighty-one, eighty-two. Okay, because I've seen 82. I've also seen 86 posted somewhere. Hmm. Well, Cabaret is older than that, I'm pretty sure. I think yeah. It's <laughs> well, yeah. I was wondering because yep. Blade Runner came out in 82. So, hmm. um, yeah. That would have been cool then if it were more like Blade Runner and they, uh, uh, what's the name of the, uh, the organization that comes in and uh, tries to snatch up uh, the sex positives? Um, oh yeah, what were they called? I can't remember. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I, I want to follow. I there. couldn't hear their names over my combos. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, but that would be rad. Like uh, following those uh, detective-esque people around, tracking down uh, errant, mm-hmm, errant posies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, demand a, a but, sequel. Sex. What is this? Cafe Flesh Twenty Forty Eight. What's What's confusing though is because yeah. um, so Cabaret is about like basically Nazis slowly slowly taking over, and oh. so they're. In this movie, the sex police are basically taking on like the Nazi role. Mm-hmm. You know, they're mm-hmm. in kind of a kind of as far as like the like the story beats play out, and mm-hmm. people react to them in the same way. They're totally te- they're scared of them. Um, they uh, enforcing y- order on yeah this place yeah. yeah enforcing order and you know, kind of like they they bring this sort of like freewheeling club environment you know it's like shut they shut it down completely everyone's silent and like lined up to be inspected and so on as they they go through go through the club but it's so it's just i feel like the movie couldn't kind of couldn't make up its mind about um the relationship between the sex negatives and the sex positives because i mean mm. it doesn't seem like there's any reason why you would uh why if, I can see no reason if if um, you're in this world and you're capable of having sex without puking, why you wouldn't just do that? Yeah, like how is how is policing these sex negative people affecting like the the new world order like outside of this bar? Like, mm-hmm. what are what are they? How are they affect? They're not like revolutionaries or terrorists. They're not affecting uh, yeah. anything. So I I got the impression that. Cafe Flush was a hideaway. So oh, okay. it's not so most of the people are there all the time, aren't they? We don't see them anywhere else, so <laughs> <laughs> right. I just want to peek right outside that vault door. Like, what does it look like? Mm-hmm. You'll turn into a pillar of combo dust. Mm. Um <laughs> I yeah, I got the feeling that this is kind of a hideaway and but maybe maybe that's wrong. Well, so you think this is like a stop along like the the oh. post apocalyptic underground uh, highway or I'm sorry, did I say highway? Yes, the underground highway. <laughs> familiar with <laughs> with that yeah. from American history? Yeah, I'm familiar. You think this is a stop along that well, that highway, that famous just, highway? Let's just remember that. Um, <laughs> so Angel, who's visiting from Wyoming, okay, um, and she's with that cigar smoking guy. Um, when she so it. She gets um, she gets nabbed by the sex police, but then she's immediately yeah. back on stage at the show. So it just she doesn't get taken anywhere. She just like gets taken away for a little bit while, no, and it's like now I she's on stage. She was no, I mm-hmm. thought she was getting taken to be forced to perform. Whereas well, before that, she can kind of blend in as if she was also an eggy. Okay, and and even though you know the the people in the crowd are sensing that there's something like vibrant about her, um, yeah, she's a virgin, I guess it turns yes, out. Yes, but everyone is kind of letting her um, pass, and then it's the police who sniff her out and then force her to um, get deflowered. But then, how do you? Um, how do you react to after after her first time on stage? She's like, "That was great. Why wasn't I doing that all the time?" Is she brainwashed? Yeah, Is she, <laughs> you well, know? Yeah, I mean, this is the world we live in. 
maybe I guess maybe she's like a sort of consensus mentalities being around all these uh, sex negative people that she sort of adopted some of their mindset like she shouldn't enjoy sex even if she can but, yeah, I mean, she doesn't have any other like positive okay. friends. Or well, anything. should we compare um, her um, arc to Lana's arc then? Because I think that. Um, yeah. I mean, do we go scene by scene or do we. Yeah, I, sorry about uh, that, Randy. You were trying to get to the uh, insane sex scene. Yeah, I would, I would say that. that um, I think. <laughs> I was just going to say that this movie yeah. uh, is a little bit harder to go scene by scene because it f- it's plotted more like a conventional film. So while yeah, there are totally. while there are these kind of like what is it like four or five like weird sex shows that kind of um, um, that are like you know the porn part of this porn um, as much as there is a porn part to this porn uh, right there porn it, our sex scenes isn't the right term right but, uh, sort of but it doesn't scenarios. it doesn't have the same sort of it, it just doesn't this isn't a movie that just feels like in the same kind of like just uh, um, the there's just connective tissue that just kind of like a thrown away part to kind of get to another sex scene. There's like all sorts of weird stuff going on all the time. And so it's not, it's, you know, it's more like a conventional movie in that way where you'd be hard pressed to like think back and go like scene by scene through, you know, a regular Hollywood movie just cause it's like, you know, every scene is two pages, uh, and, you know, and then, then they're onto a completely different thing. So the first scenario is um a man dressed in a rat suit mm. right rat milkman rat milkman he's carrying milk on the stage and sort of uh, skulking around and <laughs> sniffing at sniffing at this uh, young woman he's very interested in her mm-hmm. scent um, in her scent yeah, yeah in her scent yeah yeah mainly um behind him um back of the stage are three adult babies mm-hmm. in bibs and bonnets mm-hmm. um sitting at their like baby chairs yep. and uh wielding bones like a like a human femur bone and they're bigger. beating their bigger uh, bigger yeah All right, some other some other bone yeah some bigger and, uh, bone than a, than a femur. bigger bone than a femur yeah. on a human body i would say like maybe and, like one of the long bones in your legs one of those probably like a really long <laughs> yeah time. no right, i yeah. thought it should they look like wine bottles they're huge that's true yeah, i like, thought they were big old dildos at first <laughs> and I'd, it was yeah they, it's kind of like going to the the renaissance fair and getting a giant turkey leg <laughs> only it's yeah. like the whole turkey leg is all bone and not it's just like a yeah. little like bone on the inside with meat around i it. always <laughs> wondered about yeah. those so are they actually turkey legs yes they're wonderful. Oh, I got yeah. one at the prison rodeo one time. It was great. Damn, I did that too, dude. Yeah, dude, bro. Hell yeah. I have done neither. Hmm. Well, someday. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's it's it, all these scenes have the same kind of development where like it's just this super weird um, um, stage image. Like it's very much on a stage. People are watching it. It's cutting back and forth from the action on stage to like this wild crowd reaction shots that are just wonderful to watch and just strange and twisted. Uh, and 
it sort of feels like a weird avant-garde play every time, but then all of a mm-hmm. sudden, like somebody's dick will be out, and you'll be like, "Whoa, how did that even happen?" Because it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't feel like the normal development of the scene. You're just like you're watching this rat man skulk around. And you're just like, "Where is this going? This is so wild!" And then boom, oh, the, the rat man has uh, a, a big boner. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, all right, <laughs> yeah. that's happening. Not- now that I think about it, like each of these segments is like a, its own sort of discrete um, episode of HBO's Real Sex. <laughs> and that like, it's gross. You don't want to see it. It's fucking weird. And it's some avant-garde thing like that does not interest you mm-hmm. like, in, in the least, you know, like some old people like folding their penises in mud or something. <laughs> but it, it's also... What? It's, it's also sort of like a weirdo version of a, like a scene from a conventional porn movie where it's like, here's the milkman. Oh, yeah. husband isn't home. You just, okay. If you take the yeah. rat mask off mm-hmm. of his face, it's just like every other porn movie. Except for the babies watching them. Do but they're not I- babies. They're grown men in bibs and yeah. Okay. Well then what, what does this first one particularly, this one's in the trailer for the movie even what the f- fuck does it mean what is what is going on here it's, i think it i think that's what it is it's just a post-apocalyptic nightmare stage mm-hmm. play version of yeah a, just a regular porn scene but is it supposed to be like a, rem- a remembrance or like nostalgia for four. I think so. Either normalcy mm-hmm. or old porn before World War Three. Like, I think both. Kind of, yeah. Like the the domesticity, right? Yeah. Of, of the housewife and the mm-hmm. babies and the milk. Um, yeah. yeah. For and me, the rats. <laughs> <laughs> for me, the most. The, I won't even say the most. The only disturbing thing in that scene was when she starts stroking his tail. Yeah. And oh, that God. was when I thought, okay, I tapped me out. I <laughs> everything else I was on board with and this is the thing hmm. that I cannot watch. Well, why is that? Is is it because it's weird that you thought this rat man would have like a a a rat tail dick or that just rats in general creep you out? What's um, I like rats. I think they're cute and intelligent. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. I I don't know. It was like when she was uh, straddling him, but he was turned over so that it's his tail, right? Mm-hmm. And then she's like humping his tail. Uh, <laughs> I that I don't know. I felt really yeah. bad for the girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's very gross. Yeah, and all of um I don't do we want to do we want to just like jump to another scene and just kind of cover cover the all the vignettes yeah. up to the final one which we, we should mm-hmm. probably like do some plot stuff oh, yeah. before we talk about the oh, final and one. I liked how all the male actors also had their nails done. Oh. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I noticed that. I noticed mm-hmm. that definitely this time. Okay. I was paying attention to that. Um, the other thing I was noticing again is this movie, just in general, 
uh, I know. I just it just reminded me just the rat's face like when he's when he's going down on this woman. There's yeah. Like, <laughs> every scene. There's so much oral sex in this movie too. It's I, same. I yeah. I thought that was hilarious and cute. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Me too. It was really cute. Mm-hmm. That I I thought that was real rough. That's um yeah that 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 <laughs> the that rat, rat man. mask. It's uh, not a rat man. It's just some guy in a mask. I know, but that rat man face. Don't mask tell me you've that... never thought about a guy in a mask. Um well, no, I haven't. Hmm. And I would say that like you know my, uh, I I'm just probably I I'm I'm probably more attracted to like sexier animals. So. You know, like, oh, okay, now we're okay. getting there. Finally. <laughs> What's your fursona, Randy? Uh, <laughs> um, Are you a, fo- a fox or a I, yeah, red so panda? For, yeah. So for instance, I would say like the Robin Hood, uh, um, uh, Disney oh, Robin Hood yeah. foxes. Uh, this yes. rat man has nothing on those foxes. Nothing. No, <laughs> no way. Not I guess also we don't know. Uh, we don't know what's beyond that vault door. We don't know kind of what kinds of mutations like, uh, yeah. What kind of mutants, you know, the radiation has, mm-hmm. has a, how it's affected people. There could be very well rat people. And it's, it's true. Yeah. True. True. Uh, yeah. so the next, next scene is like this, like oil office. And instead of a rat man, we have a pencil man. <laughs> oil office. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to try that one again? Well, okay. So the backdrop is like, oil derricks were in like um um and mm-hmm. um uh they're they're two office like workers electric towers yeah 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 mm-hmm. two two ladies uh and they're they're just doing doing regular office stuff um and do what does she keep saying the memo yeah do, yeah do exactly you want yeah. Me to type a memo? <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's just, it's in some ways do you even want me to type a memo like yeah with like, her hand sort of mechanically rising and falling on a typewriter mm-hmm. in the same rhythm as the oil derricks mm-hmm. doing their very suggestive um plunging motion that, that <laughs> mm-hmm. they do it's all very obvious and then there's like the the um the man in the scene uh is wearing like a giant like pencil over his head pencil. so <laughs> yeah. yeah okay yeah he's a he's a Wh- pencil which would pusher. you rather mm. pencil or rat man <laughs> pencil for sure pencil man Pencil yeah. man over rat man, really? For sure. I mean, no a thousand percent. Every day and every week. But if he's man. wearing the pencil thing over his head, then he can't go down on you. It's fine. Good. That's why this scene's great. <laughs> Tired of seeing it. <laughs> Don't want to see any close-up vaginas anymore. <laughs> Had enough. Pencil man in every every scene, every movie from here on out. Yeah. Uh, I hope Pencil Man got spun off into another series. Wouldn't that be great? You know, I hope to Christ. I want Adventures of Pencil Man. And um, here's here's the thing. Uh, right after that scene, uh, that scene ends, and then we cut to um, Lana and Nick and a couple. Hold of- on, that's that's all you got to say about the pencil man oh, scene well i don't know how much do we need to say about the pencil man scene it's just it's super i mean i i think people should watch there's it it's graph. so weird there's the graph <laughs> you don't want to talk about how it's like how they're doing like a a, a performative like 
pre-lapsarian like performance about how pencil pushers and bureaucracy were responsible for world war three and if it weren't for our th- our thirst of oil we wouldn't be in this situation to begin with do you want oh. you don't want to talk about now? that oh i guess i do wanna, <laughs> I, I, I do want to i want you to talk about that rather yeah all right i'm i'm done next yeah. scene um well the thing i wanted to say was that uh you you get at the end of that scene they're um nick and lana and a couple of their friends he's two ladies whose names I forget are just kind of like very relaxed and like sitting at this table and they just are the most beautiful tableau and you're watching this movie and you're like, why am I not watching them have sex? Oh yeah. I've never like, it's never, it's such a weird thing where you're watching this and it's like, (laughs) just like, do you guys know you have all these like really attractive people around on this movie? Um, Maybe they could, uh, maybe no, no. Do you guys know, like, you have this wealth of reaction gif fodder yes. watching Pencil Man <laughs> fuck these ladies just every night? God, the camera, like, I think you mentioned it, Randy, earlier, but like, well, it's just, every 30 seconds they pan back to the audience. Every, 30, no, every five seconds. I, I think everyone in this film is very attractive. Yeah. Starting agreed. with Max, all the way through, pen, you know, Ratman. Uh, pencil man. <laughs> pencil man. Um, yeah. Except for Nick, hmm. would yeah. not oh. touch that with the rat tail. No. Do, do we have a shitty version of on uh, Nick? Ooh. I think he's his own shitty version, but Nick? okay. Oh dang! Mm. All right. Yeah. Um. Do Do you have one, Doc? I mean, it's not too good. It's the closest I had was uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. Um, I said MacGyver. Hey, MacGyver. Yeah, you know what? Look at that. It's similar haircut. Mm-hmm. That's the I thing. don't know who okay. that is. It's fine. How do, I yeah, don't even matter. know how to type that. M- MacGyver type was, this TV, was this TV guy who would like... Um, he, he would, would jump through time mm-hmm. and like enter certain people's <laughs> body. And every episode was a different was a, a different story about how he entered into another person's body. And he had this... Uh, he had a friend that would sort of guide him through these dimensions. And that's dimensions not that he was jumping porn. Through. And it's this not is porn, not though. porn. Okay. That's a TV show from America. That's a really good uh, short description of the TV show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My grandma really likes it. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, uh, oh, yeah. He kind of looks like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no offense to Nick. I just was so turned off by the, the character, not the actor, well, you know? Well, don't I worry, because um, I, never... I just want to make this clear to, to you know, all the porn stars listening that, like, whenever we're judging the sexiness of something, it's not the actual person, right? It's just the character oh, yeah, of course. in the context yeah. of this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and their, and their treatment by the production in right. general. Right, yeah. yeah. Which is like one hundred percent out of their control. Yeah. Do we want to say like about Nick? Like, what's his sort of uh, character traits? What is what his deal is in the movie? Well, I, I want to talk a little bit about how his his and Lana's relationship is, kind of shares some elements with like the couple in Cabaret. Uh, okay. because, and we're kind of, we're ultimately probably going to spoil the ending before we quite get to it. But like, basically at this point, um, they're, uh, pretty soon after this second, um, crazy sex scene, this is when like we see them try, you know, to like make out a little bit and then they 
almost puke and doesn't work out. But um, yeah. in cabaret, um, the the kind of um, uh, the the closest analog to Nick um, is this um, American writer um, who's kind of like taking in the cabaret life and uh, um, trying to while well, he's trying to write and his write his novel and he gets involved with a dancer at the cabaret. And, um, well, he's his character and that, that character in Cabaret is gay. So they don't have like a traditional romantic relationship, although mm. they kind of, they kind of hmm. want to, but kind of, kind of can't because that's a little bit of an obstacle. Uh, yeah. but they, the, they share a similar kind of thing where like, because, you know, up in their, uh, they're, they're both sex negatives. So they, they just can't kind of connect in the way that, they really desire to, even though they have this like mm. couple relationship. Yeah. That's really interesting. I, I don't know anything about cabaret, but the way you're explaining it, it sounds like they did take influence from it. And yeah. they were like, how can we spin this for a heteronormative porn movie? And, <laughs> and thus, uh, neggies and posies were born, like probably based on exactly what you're saying. Huh. It's pretty cool. But that whole thing also just feels like it's sort of a, this is another movie that's kind of like um, her name was Lisa, which just seems like um, here's a here's a porn about how bad porn is because uh, you know I feel like ultimately we as the audience are the you know we're the we're the sex negatives watching from home um, rather true than, I didn't consider that you're right rather than doing sex ourselves so it's kind of I know, I know it's kind of pointing the finger back at us and like. You know, calling us a uh, kind of kind of uh, mm-hmm. painting us in unfavorable term ter- uh, mm-hmm. terms. I think these poor losers are busy jerking off in an actual movie theater, probably mm-hmm. you know, with a trench coat or something because they can't get laid. <laughs> yeah, God, um, look at them. Okay, there look is a them. there is a third sex scene that I didn't understand, and I was hoping. Um, you oh, we'll, could shed we'll, light we'll, on it. The we'll the black and it. white, the black and white outfits, like the beetle juicy kind of clothes. <laughs> Do you know which one I'm yeah. talking about? Uh, Talk, go ahead and explain yeah. that one, please. Oh, that one's rough. Okay, let's see what I got. So, um, they um, and the, the payphones, payphones, um, Beetlejuice, go. Mm-hmm. Payphones, Beetlejuice. Um, did you know that at the uh, at the end of Beetlejuice, uh, Winona Ryder's character was actually supposed to die, and they changed that in the movie? That's a good good attempt to um, change the subject uh, and not explain the sex scene to us. Doc. I mean, it was it just that they needed a third sex scene, and it was just okay. Well, we have these costumes and these payphones. I don't know. Is this the one where it opens with the MC? By the way, in each one of these scenarios, the MC returns and gives like a dramatic monologue. Like yes. Trying to yeah. explain them. And he's really and, insulting to the audience. Yeah. I thought he was wonderful. He was yes. like when he got into that um, little Bo Peep dress and bonnet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then like think- in that bonnet and dress, he then smoothly moves into an elvis impersonation mm-hmm. i yeah <laughs> yeah oh so this is i might have forgotten about this one but maybe it's this one where at some point he says there's a message in there somewhere like in the middle of his like monologue i think it's before the one where where he's in a cage his head is in a cage oh yeah he's being s- sat upon by yeah. a woman mm-hmm. as as human hands are 
are uh, protruding from the stage, snapping in, in rhythm. Is that the That's not. The, what's the Bo Peep sex scene? Well, there isn't a Bo Peep sex scene because Bo Peep oh. doesn't have sex in this movie. But um, uh, this is surprising. This is um, the hands one is the like black and white one with the payphones and stuff. Okay, it is. All right. Yeah. And then there's someone's like someone's getting fucked on like a uh i guess like a like a like a uh, bench pressing mm-hmm. yeah bench that's, that's like a- on an a- on an angle mm-hmm. the woman beneath it and then she's like sliding back and forth between two people one on either side who mm-hmm. aren't having sex with her but um they're like yeah like, i, I, I thought it was this? a deli it's, meat slicer oh interesting Oh, whoa. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Like and, a giant deli meat slicer. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it that's that same motion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is exactly what it seemed like. And they're shaving that's... her back off. Mm, yeah. 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 Good God. Wow. That's vivid. And that is what it looked like. Yeah. And all these scenes have this, they're, they're shot in this weird way where like for the most part it's kind of pulled back so that there's like there's sex happening on stage but you're not really it's it's all part of this whole crazy tableau where there's just so much just weird stuff going on where your kind of Mm -hmm. brain focuses on that and then all of a sudden they'll go to a tight shot and you're like oh my god what's oh that's a (laughs) that's a those are people's bits going in and out of each other that's whoa (laughs) yeah what what happened how'd that happen and I like the random cuts to uh, faces in the audience. Yes. Like these starved, sex-hungry faces with like metallic eyeshadow and metallic lipstick. It's just, yeah. It's wonderful. It's like, it is, mm-hmm. that's the kind of, that. those are the shots that feel kind of the most Blade Runner-y to me because they're yeah. so moody mm-hmm. and 80s yeah. and just is like dark and like, it's great. That like Revenge of the giant face thing that you don't see anymore where like there's a a, a full shot of a, of a human face that m- movies don't do anymore which mm-hmm. like i also thought like um I, before before you learn exactly or explicitly that this is a post-apocalyptic scenario i thought this was some sort of like um deprivation uh prison or something that like, these people mm-hmm. were being like f- like forced into this role and sort of it was a torture me situation too. yeah but i guess they're torturing them themselves and i think maybe the mc kind of says that in one of his monologues in a way yeah hmm. well you have can we talk about moms yeah sure we is this a good time to talk about sure. moms yeah so she is the kind of i don't know what would you call her the, like the, the mastermind the matron, or... the matron of this whole place Mm-hmm. And um, wh- there's that one line where she's like, five years ago, I was a nobody, and now I am moms. Right. Um, yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, I don't know what she said. She's like a, I don't know, she said she was like a hairstylist or something mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the her, apocalypse it, hit, and then this was the way she adapted, right, was to create this um but it's not it's never made clear if like cafe flesh is the only one of its kind in this universe or Mm -hmm. if um or if she is just one of the many successful entrepreneurs who have somehow made a crisis profitable well 
Um, I, I think it's in context is clear that there are other places like this um, because we okay. we've already at this by this point when we meet moms we've already heard about Johnny Rico, and uh, right Johnny he's been oh. going around he's he's sort mm-hmm. of like a journeyman journeyman porn star um, mm-hmm. sort of like a like a like a baseball prospect it's been been <laughs> traded to a couple different clubs and and now the cafe flesh uh uh denizens are really excited cuz uh, they know that Johnny Rico is on his way was uh, anybody else familiar with um uh Johnny the character named Johnny Rico from anything else no no okay. uh, uh Johnny Bravo oh, i thought That's that about but- it Johnny Rico. No shit. What is that from? I don't know. The, the, the main guy in Starship Troopers is Johnny Rico. Right. That's it. It's That's pretty it. funny. Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Can't believe yeah. I missed that. Good catch. Uh, a line I wrote down from, from moms that I liked. Uh, Nobody wanted to be in this world, but now that we're here, we've got to play by the rules. Otherwise, it's chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's fun just because like, oh, yeah, true. Nobody wanted this. It looks pretty unpleasant, mm-hmm. uh, but also like, mm, is this really mm-hmm. your weird sex shows? They're what's holding it together. Oh, pretty, pretty oh, chaotic. Can I? Oh, speak while we're on this character. Um, yeah. My favorite line, possibly of any movie we've seen so far, mm-hmm. um, when the bird is delivered to moms mm-hmm. um, as like an offering. And she's uh, delighting in this little creature. And she's like, oh, it's so cute. Let's make it perform. We've got to, you know, because everyone Mm. here has to become a performer. What shall we name it? And then someone goes, call it Neutron just in case it bombs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty absurd. So the... um just point out some of the threads that are happening. So we have all these, all these rumblings about Johnny Rico being on his way. And the other thing that's happening is that, and the reason I think Lana is kind of more, more the protagonist than Nick is because she has more of an arc and she's clearly like kind of in between scenes and stuff where we're seeing her, um, uh, just get more into the, the shows as she's watching. And, and Nick is aware of a change in her too, where she's just like more sexual and, uh, um, more excited, uh, and that's kind of just just the other thread that's that's developing. And kind of her her arc is even though she's introduced as one of the many sex negative characters, she's getting mm-hmm. uh, more and more into the show and uh, touching herself while she's watching people on stage mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, and Nick is sort of um, in his mind, like slowly truncating the word from like cuckoldry to cuckold, and it gets shorter and shorter. So he starts to imagine like. If he's into, does he want to be a cuck or not? Did you pick up on that? Mm, no. I didn't. No. <laughs> yeah. I also, I thought he was the protagonist because, um, you know, first of all, a woman having sexuality is tragic. <laughs> 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 like it was very much from his point of view that, um yeah although i guess the fact that she's hiding something from him that we can see but he can't i don't know um yeah he tries to connect with her and fails yeah i mean what would you do though if you were nick right would you say that she's hiding 
this from him? I thought I read this as uh, like a sexual awakening that she's undergoing. Uh, that's not, um, mm. that's a bit of a surprise to her. Oh, that's interesting. I, I thought she was always hiding and pretending because the part mm. where they try to make out and then they get sick, mm -hmm. it's actually just him leaning over and vomiting into a bucket. She's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Hmm. That was that was something that like I, maybe I was a little confused about the rules of this universe yeah. at first. Where I was like, well, okay, so he's a he's a neggy and he can't fuck. So okay, well, can he go down on her then? Like, is that good enough <laughs> for her? Like, but, but I guess I guess you throw up when you do that too. I I don't know. Yeah, they <laughs> they didn't establish other than these broad categories that are. Uh, you know, are described as impermeable. Uh, they didn't mm -hmm. really didn't really establish like what it what it meant to be a sex negative. Yeah, uh, you got to hang out at this um, club, I guess, and look for birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here's a question: Would you go to this club? Yeah. Would you want? I mean, to absolutely. Go to this club? <laughs> like yeah, in a sure. in a single second, <laughs> I would go right now okay. if I knew its whereabouts. <laughs> Even, even if it's only Ratman. It's not, though. We know it's not. <laughs> Is Pencil Man there? I'm there. What if it's Ratman and Pencil Man going at each other? I got a fucking aviary of birds over here. I'm bringing all the birds. <laughs> I'm taking over the joint. I would go to I any show. I would go to any show that um, Max was hosting. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to mention about Max briefly. Like, he had a kind of interesting character trait. Mm -hmm. um, like, um, mom's <gasps> mom's berate. Yes. Oh shit. Yeah. Mom's uh, berates him uh, because he's sort of bullying Nick and and his mm -hmm. uh, his in his in his cuckdom and his um uh, and and she she makes him kneel and makes him sing a like a nursery rhyme that reveals mm -hmm. that he got his he got his penis like chopped or shot off in the the war leading up to world war three mm -hmm. so it's unclear whether he's a neggy or a or a posse he's nobody knows and he doesn't know he's yeah neither. he's like in this ambiguous he reminded me of um jake barnes in the sun also rises oh mm -hmm. yeah i can see that right? mm -hmm. like all the steer yeah. the castrated steer and the bulls mm -hmm. and then you have jake yeah are, yeah that's a good point are either of you familiar with hedwig and the angry inch yeah, no. I have okay. seen that one. Well, that's kind of movie. Not but, the, but uh, explore this while I eat another combo. Uh, good combo. Good, good, good. It's, it's really synergistic bringing in that uh, product placement just like that. Well, um, oh, you want to get a good crunch uh, mm, yeah. on like there? Okay, um, you won't because I've actually been holding this one in my mouth for the past twenty minutes, and it's a little that's soggy. Fucking vile. So you're not. Gonna that's get that's disgust. That's revolting. You've been holding a soggy combo in your mouth well, for the past I wasn't holding it in my mouth. I was just kind of like sucking on it. <laughs> just God <laughs> Trying trying to get that that you know that 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 great soggy <laughs> flavor from the combo? You're trying to get to that to that pizza nugget in the middle? Like you you couldn't just crack it open and eat it. You had to wait for your your saliva to dissolve the pretzels so you can get to the pizza goo in the middle? Are you insane? 
I was just trying to be polite. Yeah. That's sort of like a hamster move, right? Isn't that what hamsters do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, my childhood where? hamster was named yeah. Scotty Pippen. That's um, pretty good. I like that. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. You've, you've been redeemed. <laughs> but Scotty sure. would, yeah, Scotty would eat like this. Combos, what your mom would feed you if your mom were a man. Yeah, you just kind of, when I'm, when I can't uh, smoke cigarettes, I just pop a combo uh, inside <laughs> my lip and just kind of let it rest there all day long, you know, it's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the salt on the, uh, on the, on the pretzel, like cuts a little bit of your yeah. lips, you can get that yeah. pizza in there. Yeah. yeah. You know what, I, this guy knows what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm done. Doc, dude, I go, I go, combos. dude, hell yeah. Yeah. I get these things, uh. It's like a little pouch. Yeah. It's like a permeable pouch, and it has like it has combo paste in it, yes. so you don't have to you don't have to spit. Um, oh no! I just realized, um, guys, doc, I have the combo doc, patch on my arm no. right now. I get a time time release pizza flavor in my bicep every constantly for about eight hours. That's uh, you try to get. Guys, out. I got this new gum. It's pizza flavor. <laughs> no, Doc. I just realized you might have some really weird sounds that you have to edit out from my mic. That's fine, guys. Like I went to my doctor and I got this prescription medicine. It's called uh, it's called Ch- Chantix, but it's combos. And I take it, and every time I eat a combo, I get nauseous. And I need to throw up, and it's keeping me off the of combos. Uh. Guys, I just got an email from Combos, and uh, they're no longer happy with our kind of the direction that our Combos bits are taking. Shit. And they've requested they've requested that we um, we change and talk about a different snack food instead, like okay. one of their enemy snack foods. And um, I just <laughs> enemy snack, yeah, yeah. dull bananas. Yes, that's what they said. They're like talking about bananas or something. Try to people get people grossed out about bananas, so they go back to, to combos. Oh damn! What were we saying? Oh um oh just um so Hedwig is a sort of like uh, this band leader. Oh my god, he actually remembered. Yeah, go yeah, on. So, and yeah, so it's a great. Work. It's a it's a it's a it's a wonderful show, and I recommend that everyone watch it. Um, but the Angry Inch. Um, is the name of Hedwig Expand, and that's the mm-hmm. um, uh, that's a kind of nod to the botched uh, sex change operation that Hedwig had. So, and right. Hedwig is the sort of like uh. kind of cab, you know, is I, I really I feel like you kind of you you when you watch Hedwig, you think of Cabaret as a kind of like proto Hedwig, you know, it's kind of um uh anyway I do anyway um it just mm-hmm. gives it has a some similar vibe in some ways so that made me think of that with um with max as a war injury yeah man i really got to see cabaret this is apparently very formative to you and uh i don't know anything about it i'm gonna watch it yeah i need to watch it too i recommend it but i also recommend this movie because it's so weird oh, it's you should you awesome. watch them both do watch cabaret then watch type this. a memo do you want me to <laughs> type a memo god i wish we had a soundboard just drop that memo part in every once in a while mm-hmm. oh yeah well uh, yeah i'll do that i'll i'll do it myself <laughs> you don't oh, need to oh yeah i don't need to yeah i've just been doing it actually yeah. in between <laughs> we, nibbles we're, yeah we're pretty close to the climactic um uh and okay Gi- so Johnny Rico's right apparent. so there's yeah. that uh so seeing angel get fucked awakens something in in lana right mm-hmm 
And then she yeah. starts, she's like in a room somewhere by herself and starts touching herself. Um, that was the best scene, TBH. Correct. Um, mm. Yeah. And she's kind of like writhing against the wall and then like her legs buckle or whatever. So she has to like slither down to the ground. <laughs> yeah. And she's just on the ground in this really dirty um place anyway um she's like in the cafe flesh walk-in cooler or something it seems like she's like a back room of the cafe certainly yes and she um is in ecstasy and max is at the doorway watching all of Mm -hmm. this with a knowing smirk yeah yeah it's setting him up for this Mm -hmm. and i think she's watching if i'm not mistaken um maybe the fifth 69 scene in the movie like that, they, they pretty much start i think even rat man does a 69 he does yeah yeah, so that's yeah. Traumatizing. A, a lot a lot of that <laughs> i thought that was so cute i don't know it was like oh look at him go yeah remember when people actually did that i guess i don't know <laughs> yeah um, i just want an old-fashioned man who will put on a rat mask <laughs> and just 69 me all day <laughs> yes. In a white leotard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 into role play. You know, we do like the typical stuff. We do like a <laughs> uh, rat milkman um, yeah. delivers the milk. We do like um, pencil, uh, pencil pusher. Pencil man. Um, yeah, yeah do do pencil man. No, uh, he's we, not pencil man because the rest of his body is like a suit, right? So it's a pencil head man. Well, that's sort of like mm. the age old question, like merman, you know. It's not yeah. totally Murray's partially man, so I think pencil man. So you're you're so you're saying um, that your your husband is into role play. You're just a regular lady, and your husband is dressing as rats and pencils. Oh, so well, I kind of put on like an office worker outfit, and that's he's really into that. And I mm. kind of I kind of put on like a like a housewife outfit, and I um, I give our children um, uh, big turkey leg bones. Mm. And um, mm-hmm. their bibs on, and um, and they sort of um, sit in That's there. That's good though, because yeah. they're like they won't choke on those. It's great. No, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they won't choke. Yeah, it's very good. Wow. That's an interesting, uh, like, parental tool. We're, give babies food that's bigger than their mouths so they don't choke. Yeah. Don't give them yeah. mouth-appropriate size food. And we're, like combos. we're into that classic scenario where it's sort of like the phone booth at the deli slicer kind of gym <laughs> equipment yeah. situation where, like, I'm on this angled counter and sort of... Um, <laughs> Uh, my husband has sex with me in a way that is evocative of the slicing of deli meats, and you know it's that it's just the <laughs> classic. Which I love, by the way. It's like, the I classic love stuff. Watching meat get sliced at yeah. the deli. Yeah. So and, uh, I, uh, do you, I like. Do you feel the need scene. for like a accommodation or like audience approval? Do you need people like maybe like applauding or or snapping at you as if you were at a beatnik uh-huh. poetry reading? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That really that really does a lot for it. Just a kind of quiet. Um, uh, response and maybe like some some friends some at vomiting. a phone booth. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's some vomiting. <laughs> I think that's one of the best ways to show a connection with a work of art is just to <laughs> just be moved to the point of of vomiting. Really, that's the that's the most just the purest human response. You know, it just is. This, it just because it yeah. really shows it went right to your core because that's where vomit is kept. I think is sort of right in the middle of you. 
And scene. Nice work, uh, Randy. Oh, no Did problem. Beautiful um, improv scene there. Oh uh, yeah, it was no, it was it wasn't it wasn't as good as your um, your combos um, nicotine, bit, but then <laughs> sure, what but, uh, what could what could ever be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, once uh, Max sees Lana, um, uh, I can't think of the words. Um, but once Max sees her, he starts um, he starts bullying her. Starts doing what? He starts bullying her. He's like threatening oh, yeah. to expose her to everyone. Yeah. He knows she's about to get uh, cucked on stage in front of everybody. Well, no, that, no. that Nick will, right? <clears throat> oh, Max is bullying yeah, her. So Sorry. Max, I got the- Max kind of like builds this in. So, you know, even as he's announcing some show um, and giving like a very generic introduction, he'll throw in a line in there that's meant for Lana. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she's like starting to dread uh, what will happen. Nick is like, what's going on? Why is he talking to you that way? And she's trying to um, dismiss it. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty just like uh, offhanded, like toxic masculinity at work. Mm-hmm. But he's also, he's also sort of, um, uh, yeah, you I'd can't really tell what his, him, by the way. Yeah. You can't really, t- <laughs> can't really tell what his angle is. Um, but, yeah. Uh, and what he's trying to accomplish. But anyway, the, um, the scene starts, Johnny Rico finally arrives and you can tell he's very cool. Cause he smokes cigarettes and wears sunglasses. Uh, oh, yeah. He so was so cool. disgusting. And he wears his jacket like on his shoulders with yeah, his arms and his sleeves. Cool. Pretty cool. He was so disgusting. Cool. He's mm. the only person. He is like below Ratman for me. I mean, well, Ratman ranks pretty high for you. Yeah. Part, so. yeah. yeah. That's not necessarily saying that much. <laughs> yeah. So you like them all right? You put, okay. you put Pencil Man you below Ratman already. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't. I'm not impressed. Um, but yeah, that's another, this is a, this is a weird scene cause it's, um, it's more or less just like a bed and almost like a bedroom, but there's like another lady yeah. on stage and she, and she's in like a, like a, um, like a hair salon hair dryer, like reading a magazine. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know. Oh yeah. She's about. in the background. Right. And so there, there, this, um, um, is, and is that angel on stage again or is it some, I wasn't really sure who that was. I wasn't either. Anyway, yeah. so there's um, a scene with uh, Johnny Rico and uh, maybe Angel, and everyone's watching this. Everyone is loving the scene, and this is um, a moment where like a lot of the cutaways are to women in the audience, and I thought that was just an, kind of an interesting thing in this movie that there's uh, this the 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 neggies watching these sex shows we see as many or more um, <laughs> women reacting. Um, mm-hmm. um, so anyway, I don't know what that means, but it's a thing. I, I, I don't know. It was th- like, I, I was wondering about, that. yeah, totally. I was wondering why, like, you know, there's all this production for all the other like performative uh, scenarios earlier in the movie, but this one is just like a standard, like domestic uh, uh, bedroom. There's no, like over the top weirdness. There's no rat man. There's no pencil man. It's just like Johnny, like 
having well, sex on yeah, when bed. you have a star like Johnny Rico, you don't need much else. Yeah, that's that's probably true. Yeah, I thought it made sense because it would be like. Mm-hmm. If one of the more confusing, because what happens is, as this is going along, um, Lana gets drawn into it and she like leaves her spot in the audience and Max is like beckoning her and everyone's watching and like they're like now it's become this like kind of like on stage off stage thing like, oh my God, she's going to go on stage and she goes on stage and it would be, <laughs> it would, this movie would be so much stranger if it were like the rat man or like the weird like black and white scene that we didn't even understand like mm-hmm. if it this, and that was with the one she was like oh i'm gonna join in like what is even <laughs> yeah what's even going uh, on how do you participate good point <laughs> so that would be what? awesome oh my god i i get it what so the johnny rico sex scene is like the ultimate fantasy right because it's the last one Mm-hmm. It's the fantasy to blow away all others, and that is just normal sex. Yep, I think that's what it's supposed to convey. Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah, he's an attempt his, to. Uh, yeah, his costume, quote unquote, is just a horrible blazer. Yeah. Oh, so this is a bad blazer. You're it's the blazer terrible, authority. Terrible blazer. Terrible, terrible suit. Okay. Yeah, the blue was so flat and uninspired, and yeah. Yeah, I I do think it worth mentioning that even though we've kind of um, we kind of bagged on Johnny Rico and um, Johnny Rico is like a proper like porn looking man. He's like a like <laughs> real tall like muscly guy with like a big dick. So it's mm-hmm. not like he do- he doesn't. Uh, when you watch the scene, you don't conjure what you think is not. At least I didn't think like oh this is just this is now just super ordinary sex because you know these are people of a above ordinary physique participating in it it's not this like mm. your neighbors or whatever yeah and he's got like a a legendary uh dong mm-hmm. heard heard around the uh, the wasteland yeah he has a legend dong yeah <laughs> so yeah she ends up on she ends up on stage uh and um yeah, she joins. Uh, she she moves from the sex negative audience and joins mm-hmm. the uh, sex positive performers. And then here's here's an awkward thing about um, just be, we're, because we haven't really got much money yet from combos. We're trying mm-hmm. not to spend a lot of money on this on this production. So um, uh, you know, besides all flying in to to converse with each other, since we live in totally different places spending so much money mm-hmm. on that um that yeah. we can't really afford to like buy we're not buying a bunch of dvds so we're often right. watching these um um these uh you know these these videos where like some entrepreneuring person was like probably in in 1982 was like okay i'm gonna copy this video uh onto another video and it's going to look worse, but that's okay. And also I'm going to cut off like the beginning credits and the end credits <laughs> or like maybe just like as soon as the mm-hmm. sex is done, I'm just going to stop recording the movie. So I kind of, I don't know. <laughs> do you think we lost anything at the very end? Cause yes. all we, yeah. <clears throat> Cause what, what in this, what we were watching, um, the very end is Nick just kind of like, like leaving, um, out in the vault, leaving the sex vault and stepping out to the blasted wasteland. Yeah. It's windswept hair sparkling in the irradiated moonlight mm-hmm. <laughs> and that totally could be just where the movie ends but i'm i 
it also might not be, and I'm not sure. I felt like we needed... I wanted to see Nick more tortured. Mm. You know? Like, he just, like, scurries away. I wanted him to get really just destroyed by the sight of his his woman. Um, Dang. Yeah, tell yeah. us more about that. So, like... You think he deserved that? So, yeah. maybe, like, Damn. he's on stage, I mean, too? okay, he didn't deserve it, but we, mm. as viewers, having invested yeah. an hour into the movie, deserve so, it. So, maybe, like, he could be, like, brought up on the stage, and maybe he's, like, tied. Yep. Down, yep, that, so that like, would uh, have been yeah, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's put, put his rat, head in that put cage. Put him in a rat mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe his oh, clothes wow. come off. You know, because like so, so we can yeah, can kind of like further humiliate him. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe like he's being physically punished in some way. Maybe um, yeah. I don't know, like like a cat of nine tails. Maybe or I don't know. I'm 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 just brainstorming here. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He should like self-flagellate. Yeah, oh, yeah he's, I like, think hitting all himself, of those yeah. things need to happen at once. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. makes sense. Maybe they do, and it just got cut off. Sad. Yeah. Yeah, we'll never see. Like he probably died like ten seconds later, like right outside of the vault door. <laughs> Who knows what's possible. out there? Um, possible. Yeah. So, did you imagine an ending, or was it just all oh, that? That wasn't it. Oh, I, I just, um, I thought it was an odd, it, it was just, it was kind of sad how there's no final confrontation between Nick and Lana. And right. um, it's just, uh, uh, it's, it kind of, it kind of puts them, it kind of cuts away from what could be just a kind of triumphant moment of Lana crossing, you know, like, you know, like reclaiming her mm-hmm. sexuality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and instead it ends on this note of just like, well, well, I'm sad now. And uh, so I'm not needed here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it would have been. Uh, what's what's the first woman's name who was excited about performing? Angel. Angel. Yeah, it would be cool to see her uh, her response or hear what she has to say after doing this in a similar way to Angel. You know. Yeah. How does she feel about it? Well, I mean, she went on stage willingly, and I don't know about you yeah. guys, but it seemed to me like she was pretty into it. So yeah, it's a, <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. I didn't really didn't leave any questions in my mind. Although um, I read on the the internets that um, there's some doubling going on. So um, the uh, Lana, the credited um, uh, actress playing Lana, didn't actually do like all the sex scenes for herself. Oh, mm, mm, oh not surprisingly, I didn't notice that. Well, huh. and again, it's like. We're, we're watching probably a tape of a tape that was like uh, then up, you know, digitized in 1999 when they're like, we can watch this movie. We just got to get the file down from down to like 10 <laughs> megabytes so that people can put it on um, uh, eight floppy disks and <laughs> share them. <Yeah>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and yeah, then yeah. also the final sex scene where... Um, Johnny is fucking Angel and then Lana offers herself at that moment or no first it's Angel and Lana doing each other Mm -hmm. sure and then Johnny's just like smoking a cigarette in the back Um, and then when he decides he's ready to tap in again he just (laughs) carries Angel off he just lifts her off 
<laughs> and like the world's yeah, well. her probably um but mm-hmm. like she is never seen or heard of again after nope. she's fully dead <laughs> she's, she's dead fully dead landed yep. poorly fully dead dang she she <laughs> and he so, threw her to the to the rat man outside. <laughs> yeah so i couldn't concentrate on their uh scene because i kept wondering like where's angel yeah <laughs> so um this so this this movie is pretty entertaining i i'd say it's as worth watching as anything um anything <laughs> we've watched so far but i would say it's kind of it's what's novel to me is that this is i feel like this is like kind of a type of movie that doesn't exist anymore and maybe can't exist anymore <laughs> which is mm-hmm. like um it's it's it is more explicitly this weird art film um and but it's also like yeah it's fully penetrative sex is happening you can't you know you can't get that into like a the festival circuit very well or whatever but it's also like it's not particularly sexy uh there are a couple of parts that are like oh that's kind of engaging but for the most Mm -hmm. part your interest in it is not like this is this is not um a movie where you're like "Mm, just me at home grabbing a box of tissues (laughs) and this is this is not that movie at all uh man yeah i was i mean you say like a box of tissues at home and like i was thinking exactly that watching this like like most people myself included can't imagine a world where there were porn theaters where you would go to a theater and sit like in a seat you know and watch something <laughs> like this or watch a porn movie but this i can actually sort of yeah. make sense in a mm-hmm. theater like i can yeah. imagine watching this just fine yeah and being entertained and um, so i wonder if like the quality <laughs> of this era of movies is like they they had to have this level of i don't know narrative or or something to make mm-hmm. it like well. viable for a theater well, but so also one maybe of the, so one of the writers uh, is like a, was a short story writer and won a push cart in mm-hmm. 1976. You're shitting me. No, nope. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, he All right. went, I need he to did. track down that story. He, um, yeah. Fairly prominent. Let's let me tab over to my <laughs> IMDB page. Your, your um, Jerry Stahl. Mm hmm. Uh, um, who like wrote a bunch of stuff for TV too. And, um, uh, was like, like, um, is a writer on Marin, a writer on, uh, CSI just like wrote a lot, wrote, did a lot of TV mm-hmm. writing after this. So. I, oh, you want, y'all you, want to talk ferns? Oh, well, sorry. Go did ahead. you look into the music producer as well? Yeah. Randy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, uh-huh. um, the, let's go back to that page. Um, music. Is it, he's Some not of anyone my I'd favorite heard of. songs. He came um, from his hands. Yeah. Well, I mean, producer really? for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, he, Who is it? Uh, his name is Mitchell Froome and you don't know, you, you won't know that name, but like he, um, was producer for like a ton of, ton of huge hits and much more famous he was like in a band and um uh but that you haven't heard of and then uh did a lot of like film work and just production work so associated well, with lots songs? of songs like don't uh, dream it's over by crowded house oh okay that is 
Yeah, and like, but he also produced for the Bengals, uh, the Coors, Elvis Costello, Sheryl Crow, Pearl Jam, Bonnie Raitt. Nominated for several Grammys, co-wrote wow. "Tomorrow Never Dies," and mm. married huh. to Vonda Shepard. Who's that? The the woman who made all the music for Ally McBeal. Oh yeah, yeah, I knew that. I didn't know that. So she's responsible for the Uga Chaka baby <laughs> thing. No, the producer of this movie no. is married to the woman who did the Uga Chaka baby thing. Yeah, we should do. We should do ratings. Ferns. Ferns. So I give this movie um, um, in legend in the scraps of the wasteland. Legend is told of an oasis somewhere in southern Montana. Mm. <laughs> it's a relatively new oasis. <laughs> but they speak of the legend that in that oasis grows four ferns. Whoa. What? Four, huh? This movie's fantastic. Yeah. Love every second of it. Yeah. Except for the oral sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I would this this is the first movie that's just like it's just like so weird and so its own thing you know that even though even though we talked about like we compared it to to the Blade Runner we talked about Cabaret we talked about other things that kind of makes us think of this mm-hmm. really feels like uh you know this, this the people wanted to make this exact movie and they made it it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like it doesn't have the kind of weird laziness of like, let's see what we can make in eight hours. <laughs> it feels like people had a had a like weird bonkers vision for this weird movie and they mm-hmm. they pulled it off one hundred percent and I respect that. Yeah. So, so good rating? job, Jerry. <laughs> I think this transcends the the ferns um rating system. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll give it um, three ferns. <laughs> I'll double back on the thing I just said. <laughs> I like it. I give this uh, four combos. Nice. I was you need all, fern flavored. No, all hollowed out. Ooh. Because no flavor. <laughs> because this is a world where what makes life worth living is no longer there. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> That's deep. Damn, that's a profound shit. Let's um let's try to find out like a normal movie to watch for next time, okay? We say that every week. This is like this mm. is like our pinky mm. on the brain sign off where it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are we gonna do? Yeah. I like okay. it. Alright. It's been fun. Um watch out there amongst those um the mutants. And mutets. And mutets. Yeah.